What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. What's up, Warriors? Jonesy here with another episode of Thriving in the Trenches. And today I want to talk about kind of a little torn on what specifically to call it, but it's kind of conflict management slash trigger management, uh, specifically conflict and dealing with other people, right? Uh, but before that, I want to share a quick analogy that I heard today, which I thought was a really good exclam- exclamation for boundaries. And it kind of goes like this. So let's just say that I, I'm a truck guy, so I get a brand new Dodge Ram 2500 with the Cummins diesel engine and it's all cherried out, nice lift kit, off-road tires, all all the all the trimmings, right? I've got this awesome ride and I decide that I want to stop at a gas station, grab a drink or something. Um, so I get there, leave my doors unlocked, leave the keys in, the, the vehicle, the engine running, doors are open and I go inside to, to grab a Gatorade or whatever, some snacks and just taking my time. And in the midst of that, somebody comes up, sees this awesome truck sitting there running, keys in it, doors open, nobody's around, and they decide to jump in and take it. Now, at this point, you guys should all be thinking, like, I'm an idiot. Why would I do that with my truck, right? Um, and I come outside, truck's gone, I'm in shock. I'm sitting there like, golly, like, my, my brand new truck, I'm, now I'm such a victim. Somebody stole from me, Right. Well, the reality of it is in that situation, I am an idiot because of all the things that are already in place that would allow me to set safeguards or boundaries like to protect myself or protect my investment in this case. I didn't utilize any of them. I didn't close the doors. I didn't lock the doors. I didn't turn the engine off. I didn't take the keys. You know, there's all these different things I could have done to protect my investment. And Boundaries are very similar. They're, I mean, really when we create our own boundaries, the the opportunities or the possibilities for what boundaries we set, they're limitless. They're, they're only limited by our imagination or our willingness to do the work and really focus on what it is we need to protect. But a lot of times we choose not to do that or we choose to create a boundary, but continually let people, uh, just violate that boundary with no kind of consequence. And so essentially we don't really have any boundaries. And next thing you know, we end up getting our investment taken from us in, you know, in the the sense of the truck, I lost my, my investment. And it's the same, like with our minds, our minds, our bodies, our personal space, our beliefs, those are all also my personal investments. I have a vested interest in those and I'm not doing anything to protect them. And again, to make matters worse, when people violate those things and I start feeling some kind of way, now I'm the victim and this happened to me and other people did this to me when, again, the reality of it is I didn't do anything to protect myself. And, you know, I heard that analogy this morning and really resonated with me. It was, it was a great way of kind of painting that picture and thought I'd share it with you folks. So on to today's topic. Um, triggers and kind of conflict management. Uh, I'll jump right into it. 
I don't think it needs a whole lot of explanation because we've all been there in some sort of conflict or another at some point in our life. And by and large, if you're listening to a podcast like this, I'm sure you've been triggered by something at some point. <laughs> so this should be relevant to everybody, everybody listening. Um, starting off when there is a conflict or a, a, a triggering event, however you want to look at it from here on, I'm just going to refer to it as a conflict unless trigger seems like a more relevant word. But when there's a conflict that occurs, I believe that first and foremost is the, 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 the way to start working through and solving and preventing this from being a continual occurrence is just ownership and accountability. So I have to accept my part in whatever it was that happened. You know, again, we were just talking about boundaries a second ago. If, if I don't acknowledge that I either did something or failed to do something to protect myself, then I'm not going to work on that. We don't, we don't fix problems that don't exist and problems don't exist if we don't acknowledge that we're a part of that. Um, so that's like, that's step one in this is just acknowledging and accepting that I actually played a part in whatever's going on. The next thing is understanding that whatever it is that is, and this is where triggering is relevant, whatever it is that's triggering me that's, that's creating this conflict, it's more likely than not something that I'm struggling with in my own life and that I have failed to come to terms with yet. And to give you a little example of what I mean, my oldest daughter, uh, there was a season where she would try to correct her little sister, but she did it in a very mean and aggressive way. And every time that it was happening, I'd get fired up. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, why, why are you speaking to your sister that way? Like, that's not okay. That's not acceptable. And I would, I would correct the action, but I found myself getting like a little bit more upset than I feel like I should have. And it was really frustrating because she kept doing it. She kept doing it. She kept doing it. So one day I had to like, kind of take a step back and, and ask myself, like, why am I getting so frustrated about this? Why am I getting so angry? It is something that needs to be corrected, but it shouldn't be pushing me to the level that I'm going right now. And not in terms of, of how I was interacting with her in, in dealing with the situation, but I mean, just internally, like how, how flustered I was getting, how spun up I was getting. And when I was really honest with myself, I had to acknowledge that the reason that I was getting so upset with her for talking to her sister that way is because more often than not, I was speaking to both of them in a very similar fashion and I was aware of it and I hated it, but I hadn't corrected it. And so again, like me seeing that outside of myself, then it's just like, Oh, what is this? This is wrong. This injustice or whatever, you know, but there, there was like this rage that came up inside me when the, but the reality of it is my daughter was not the reason for my rage. The reason for my rage is because she was showing me the problem that I have and I was not yet dealing with it. And so, you know, moving forward from that, I was able to, to start taking some corrective action, which we'll talk about in a second. But Ultimately, again, the second point is accepting and acknowledging that the thing that's really triggering us, getting us fired up and causing like a disproportionate response, 
is probably something that in some aspect of our lives we're dealing with in, I'd say we're poorly dealing with or have not dealt with at all. Maybe there's only subconscious awareness of it. And so we can't identify that, oh, this thing pisses me off because I do it and I hate when I do it. Maybe, maybe we haven't even reached that level of awareness yet. And that's something that takes time and it's, it's hard. It's really challenging to look in the mirror at myself and kind of start thinking about a conflict or a triggering moment and be able to say like, Hey Jonesy, you're upset because you did this or you failed to do this or whatever, but we don't like calling ourselves out. At least I don't. And if you guys do like calling yourselves out, then you're leagues ahead of me and I commend you. But I'm guessing that for the most part, you're like myself and most other humans on this planet where the idea of looking at ourselves and truly owning our stuff is, is extremely challenging. But for growth to occur, it has to happen. We have to accept our part and we have to acknowledge that like there's something in this that I'm doing and once I can correct or even just learn to accept this thing in myself, then I'm going to be a lot better equipped to accept it in other people. Um, and then that kind of trickles into the third point, which is accept it and make changes. And I'll steal this question from uh, Justin Dulahanty, but I, I really do love it. Something comes up, then I got to ask myself the question, how's that a problem for me? When the, the example I gave with my daughters, you know, how's that a problem for me? Well, I feel like a monster and I'm not responding to my children in a loving way. And I won't go down the road of what I believe like them not receiving love from me can, can cause in them. But, uh, needless to say, I don't want to walk down that road. And so it's a problem for me because I need to correct it. Now on the flip side of that, I am, I'm very, uh, protective of my time and time management is something that I have struggled with a lot. And still currently I do have challenges with it, which little sidebar, but one of the reasons why doing this podcast every Sunday night is such a victory for me because it's building evidence that I do have the ability to manage my time and to create pockets for a specific thing or create blocks of time to honor commitments and whatnot. And so I'm working, I'm working on the same stuff that I <laughs> talked to you guys about. So it's not all just, I'm perfect. And let me bless you with my knowledge. It's more like I'm, I'm working through this process as well. And I'm sharing with you, but anyway, time management is something that I've struggled with. And there are times when I will not help people. They'll ask me to help them with something. And it's like, you know what? I can't, or they want to hang out. And it's like, I can't do that. I don't have the time available right now. It's committed to something else, whatever. Somebody could come back on me with the, with a statement that, Hey, you know what? Like you're being selfish or you're greedy or, you know, fill in the blank with whatever, whatever that might be. But somebody basically gets offended by the fact that I'm not spending time with them. And that creates a conflict. Well, again, in that situation, well, how is that person being pissed off about me not giving them my time? How is that a problem for me? And in most situations, it's going to be like, well, you know, it does suck that they're upset, but me taking the time that they wanted to do this thing that 
I need to do for my kids or for myself or for work or, or whatever the case may be. I don't have to explain the answer. Like that's my commitments are my commitments and nobody gets to question those commitments. And if they do like good for you, keep asking, but it's not a problem for me. So I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to start missing kids practices or neglecting work or doing other things because you've got hurt feelings. So that's a great question to ask is when something comes up and I can identify what it is, like, how is that a problem for me? And if it's not a problem, don't try to fix it. Don't put effort into changing your life to meet the needs of one or two or even a handful of other individuals. If it's, if it's not causing, let me back that up. If, if the only problem it's causing is them having negative attitudes, that's probably something they need to work on. And, you know, you, you've got to use your best judgment. I mean, if, if you are being selfish or stingy or like rude or whatever else somebody may be accusing you of, like you get to decide that, um, whatever. I mean, use common sense, use your judgment. But in general, if the problem's not causing you a problem, like, again, how is it a problem for me? Well, it's not a problem for me. It's just a problem for that person. Then carry on and let them deal with their own, their own trouble. Um, yeah. So that's it in a nutshell, like dealing with triggers, dealing with conflict, managing it, correcting it. Step one is to accept my role in whatever that conflict is. And that leads right into understanding that the thing that is triggering me is probably something that I have not at least accepted in my own life. And lastly, once I do accept that that thing is a part of me to evaluate whether or not it's truly a problem for me. And if it is, then start taking actions to change it. And practically like the actions, like I mentioned with time management for me, having this commitment right here is, is huge. It's this one little thing, which is, you know, takes me maybe about an hour and a half, maybe sometimes two hours a week on a Sunday evening, but I commit to it and I'm, I'm faithful to the process. And in doing so, it has kind of re like re-energized me in so many other aspects of life and just really improved my, my kind of, I hate to, to use the term mindset, but really like my self image is better. My self image, my inner dialogue, all of those things have improved as an, as a um, result of me honoring this process because this process ties directly into one of my challenges of time management. So that's it. That's what I got for this week. Feel free to reach out, ask questions. You can get me on Instagram at underscore thriving in the trenches. I'm on Facebook at Josh Jones. Um, the image for both of those is going to be the same as the, the podcast artwork you see here. So reach out, ask me questions. If you want to hear more about the alpha code, more about what's going on in my life, resources that I have available, what I can provide you, um, let me know. Always here. All right, folks, have a great week. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.